Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, No commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. I really enjoyed today's conversation with Mayim Vega. Mayim is a naturopathic healer and the mother of seven children. We had fun talking about religion, among other things. And I think you will enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of Solomon's globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. My guest today is Mayim Vega. Thanks for coming and talking to us today, Mayim. And I hope I didn't butcher your Hi, name. Hi, Jen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> sure. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you here. So tell me about Mayim. Mayim. Okay, yes. So, yeah. So I am, I'm a naturopathic herbalist and I have seven children that I have homeschooled. And um, you now I have an interesting story. It's been on my mind lately. Okay. So I'm a... I'm a religious woman. I believe in, you know, uh, the God of the Bible. However, you know, when I was younger, I was uh, I was into paganism and like witchcraft and stuff like that. Okay. And I, I saw a, an, a, I think it was a fortune teller or an astrologer or something like that. And she told me that, that I would marry when I was late, when I was older, like in my, when I was older in mm-hmm. years. Well, I, I ended up getting married at age 25, but I felt like, like after the first, after the first few months of marriage, I felt like I, I was kind of like, um, abandoned, not, not physically abandoned, mm-hmm. but more, um, like mentally and emotionally, you know, that there, there's a saying that, and you know, I don't normally talk about this, but because your show, you know, it's, it's about solo moms, single moms. I'm not really a single mom. I've been married since, you know, 2003. But, you know, because my husband kind of wasn't there for for me for the first, let's say from 2003 to about, I'd say 2014, it was like, he was a good father, 
but he wasn't there for me as a husband. Mm -hmm. So it it almost felt like we were kind of like, not exactly, but kind of like roommates that were raising children together. And I can imagine that that's kind of like how it's, it's like to be single, but have a, like someone, he was a good father, you know? Anyways, it was really interesting. But, you know, in 2014, there was kind of like this, I think he kind of like had a re, like, you know, coming to God experience, like a, like a re rebirth and he changed and he be, kind of, he became the man that I thought I married and that I wanted to marry, but he wasn't that person for, for many, many years. And then in 2014, we actually, we moved to Texas from California and I don't know what it was about moving to Texas, maybe because people are more conservative and religious here. Maybe, I don't know. It, it made him more also more spiritual and more more religious and more. And he started reading this book called Garden of Peace by this Jewish rabbi, Shalom Arush. And that, that book really kind of changed him and made him, I don't know, it just made him this to this like super husband, <laughs> like it's like better than before. But going back to the fortune teller, she said that, that I wouldn't marry until I wouldn't meet the one, like my sweetheart, until later in my years. And in a way, it was true, because even though I married him in 2003, he wasn't the man that I thought he was or I wanted to be. And really, the honest truth is I only stayed with him. I only stayed with him because I was religious. And I was like, well, I'm going to stay with him for, for the children, because he was a good father. He just wasn't there for me. It was like, you know, you know, they say that when you're dating, there's all this love and romance. And then all the, then when you're married, it's all gone. It's all yeah. over. It's like, it's all about duties and responsibilities. That's how I felt yeah. like. And it, he wasn't abusive. He wasn't mean, but he wasn't there. For right. Me. You know, yeah. I mean? like, it's like he was no longer trying to, like, he won me. Like, that's yeah. it. Right. You know, like, right. I, yeah. yeah so. I, I get that. I've had a mother on before and she actually was married uh had two kids with her husband but he had two kids three other kids with two different women outside during the 15 years mm -hmm. of marriage but she was still yeah. married to him and you know so i understand you know i've i won't say understand but i get it so i always ask you know you to introduce yourself because you know it, it lays the groundwork for what i'm going to ask later and I, yeah. I will get into, you know, what you do if you have a book or, you know, a podcast or anything like that or a coaching business. We can talk about that and, you know, let people know how to reach you. But I always like to get to know people. I'm nosy. I grew up in England and I'm very nosy. So, <laughs> so but I won't ever, you know, ask you inappropriate questions. And if I do, you could just tell me. You know, <laughs> no way. Okay. So, all right. So uh, I appreciate you actually sharing that. And I I have to ask you a question and there's no condemnation in this, though. You said you yeah. are. Did you say you're a Christian or you just said you're really religious? I'm Jewish. Okay. I'm Jewish. Oh, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like we have the same God yeah. as Christians yeah. and we have a lot of uh, shared values. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So the Torah is my, you know, those are my favorite readings, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. But what made you want to talk to a fortune teller? I guess that's what I was getting at. I, you know, back in those days, I grew up Christian okay. and, but, my, but they were very liberal Christians. And that's one of the problems that I had with Christianity in general is I felt like it was so liberal in Christianity. Like, it's like, you can do whatever, like <laughs> God will forgive you. God loves you. So whatever, you know, there's not much guidance. Yeah. And so I really went into like witchcraft and paganism and stuff like that. And my belief is that there is a power there. 
But the God of the Bible is a higher yes. power. It's a higher being. And so we don't need to, it's not that they don't have power, but if you don't serve the God of the Bible, then you will be subject to these other powers. But when you serve the God of the Bible, you know, he can break the curses and the the, the tellings of these fortune tellers and stuff like yeah. that. So it wasn't really true what she said, but there was some kind of parallel that was very mm-hmm. interesting. And it reminded me of that story in the Bible of, was it King Saul? You know, he went to see the fortune yeah. teller and... And then, and then the fortune teller kind of told him what would happen and it came true. And some people say, oh, well, you know, it was like, because he sought that fortune, he made his destiny happen that way. And it's like, well, maybe, or there really is a dark side. I believe there really is a dark side and that there really is power to that. But God is in control, even of the dark side. And if we only serve him, that will not be affected. It will not affect us. And the dark side, I believe really, the dark side is really only there to test us and to give us trials because ultimately he's in control of both, you know, he fashions light and he creates darkness. That's what the Bible says. He's in control of all things. That's true. Uh, But we also have to remember that, you know, the darkness is, is real one. And number two, it's a representation of an entity that wants to take back control from God because there was a fight in heaven and, and he was thrown out of heaven And now he's in the world trying to convince us that his way is better than God. Well, you know, Judaism is a little bit different. I understand the interpretation. I know that interpretation. Mm -hmm. And I have this, I have a friend who's, who's Kabbalistic and I don't know how you feel about that, Mm -hmm. but the Kabbalistic interpretation Mm -hmm. of that is that yes, Satan, let's say, right. That it could be like a force. Mm -hmm. And this is just one interpretation. There are many interpretations, both in Christianity and Judaism, right? And I don't know what, I don't know what is the, correct interpretation i'm just we're just talking yeah, exactly right? so uh, one of one of my friends he talks about how that he was always meant to be the adversary because in the hebrew language that name satan it simply means adversary mm-hmm. and sometimes there are there are good good beings that are also called satan not because they are this angel but they're acting as an adversary and i, I forgot specific examples so that's the Hebrew. It just means simply adversary and that he's meant to try and test us. And the whole thing about the rebellion in heaven, I understand where that interpretation comes from. But even the rebellion is also, if it's true, if the rebellion is true, it's still managed by God. He only lets it go as far yeah. as he's willing to go. And the only reason why he lets it go any anywhere is to try our hearts and to test yeah. us and to see if we will be loyal and faithful to him and his ways. Yes, true. He did it with Job. Uh, that was a good example, what he did with Job. So, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Oh, this, yeah. this, is, this is exciting. <laughs> but I want to talk okay, to yeah. you about seven <laughs> children because I don't, I don't even know <laughs> how. I couldn't even begin to how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you, you, you have a husband, but the first yeah. few years, you you know, he wasn't really present. Well, you said he was a f- good father. So, yeah, you had that. But even so. Were the children mommy, he was. You know, your yeah. mommy. So, how what was that like, raising seven children? You know what? It's what kept me going. It's what... It's what inspired me to start my first online business. It's what inspired me to study holistic health and healing and become a naturopathic herbalist. Mm-hmm. It's what It's what quelled me when I... I was unhappy with my marriage 
my solace was, well, at least I have these beautiful children mm-hmm. out of it. And I was like, this is enough. This is enough for me to stay. If I were, if I were not walking with God, I'd be like, forget yeah. this. This is terrible. Yeah. Like I want, I want what's best for me, but I wasn't thinking of what's best for me. I was thinking what's best for my mm-hmm. children. And I knew that for my children, it's better to have a mother and a father. Now, of course, if he were physically abusing me or something like that, or even verbally abusing me, that would not have been okay with me. I would have left for sure. But it was more like neglect and, you know, like apathy, that kind of thing. But because he was a good father and everything was bearable, we were like mm-hmm, friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Then it was, but, but I mean, we were friends, but I would cry like weekly. It, it was, you know, because you don't want to, you know, you want a husband, you want someone, you know. Just, I'm not trying to diminish, like I did, I did have a lot of pain. Yeah, you know, no, I understand, yeah. But because, yeah, but because of the children, I felt like, you know, they are my joy. They are my purpose. They are what make me makes me happy. They're why I poured you know hours of study into how to raise a holistic, healthy family because the modern medical system was not giving us the answers that we mm-hmm. needed for our problems and, and my problems. Like I couldn't, I was having health issues and I couldn't properly take care of my children. So that's why I sought answers. Okay. And they would say that my my children had issues and they didn't really have answers right. either. And I found the answers to my problems. Yeah. And yeah, and also. So I wanted to homeschool my children because I felt like it's very unnatural to give birth to children and then someone else <laughs> takes care of them for eight hours right. per week who weren't. And I went to public school and I had a, I had a very hard time in public school. I mean, I got into drugs and fornication and all these bad witchcraft and paganism gangs. I got into all these bad things when um, I was in public school without much direction from my parents. Now I'm not saying that all public school children mm-hmm. Will turn out bad, but I certainly did, and so I, you know, that kept me on guard, and so I was like, I, I want to be there for my children. That's what, and, you know, motivated me to to build to become successful in my own online business, and to become a successful holistic healer. And that's that was really also my my inspiration when I started our school Aruka.com to train holistic healers, and and um, you know, our, our tagline is. You know, become the healer of your home and your community and build a profitable online health coaching business. And really, my passion was, you know, I wanted to reach out to mothers who were in my similar situation, who wanted to be there for their children and not, you know, there's a Proverbs 31, the woman of Mm -hmm. valor, and she she's a businesswoman. She stays at home. She's at home with her family. Mm But she she makes she makes mm-hmm. things to sell, yeah. right? And she she invests in real yeah. estate. She considers a lot of mm-hmm. land and buys it. So and and that's you know I believe that that is the ideal. I don't believe that a woman should only cook and clean and take care of children. I don't believe yeah. in that. But I also believe that they should be there for their children. Yeah. And how do we do this these days? Well, one of the wonderful blessings that God has given us is this ability to create online businesses. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I have a passion for is to help women to take charge of their health and their family's health and take care of them holistically and also be be able to be profitable stay-at-home moms yeah. with online businesses. So those are the two things that, you know, we help uh people with, not just moms, you know, anyone yeah. who wants that, but you know, my heart is for for women yeah. and for mothers yeah. who are taking care of their family. Yeah, makes sense. Make absolute sense. And so you provide two services then based on your experience, homeschooling seven children and to the holistic health path based on your experience with the medical system and stuff like that. So tell us about those two areas 
as it relates to what you have to offer? Well, you know, I don't really provide a homeschooling service. Okay. I, I do have um, a short, uh, I, I do have an email list where I, I talk about how I homeschool, okay. but I don't, that's not really my main thing. That was just a side thing because people always ask mm-hmm. me, but I will, I will coach people if they want coaching on anything. We, you know, I do life coaching, marriage coaching, parent coaching. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they value my, if someone comes to me because they value my experience and my knowledge, I will help yeah. them in whatever way I can. Okay. But the main business is really um, certifying people to become holistic healers, training them in naturopathy and herbalism, and helping them build online businesses. Okay. All right. Thank you. And how can we get in touch with you? Well, I do have a YouTube channel. You can go to, if you go to youtube.com slash Aruka, A-R-U-K-A-H. But I, I think the best way to get a hold of me is through my website and subscribe to, I have a free mini course that you can subscribe to. It's at aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com. And that's where you get everything. You get my my latest um, YouTube video teachings and also some things that I don't put on YouTube. I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. writing. Sometimes I just write. And those are sometimes some of my more personal things that I don't want to put publicly on mm-hmm. YouTube. And then I just want it. Like this is, this is something that I wouldn't normally share. The things I'm sharing here okay. with you, I wouldn't normally share that on my YouTube channel. I'd normally only share that to my email oh, list, you okay. know, in the free mini course. But I don't know. I just felt like it would be appropriate to talk about that. (laughs) But yeah, if you join the mini course, which is by email and it's a mixture of videos and things that I write or type, then you then you'll get really uh, probably the best full experience of my health and life coaching. Okay, basically. All right, thank you. And uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So, what are you grateful for today? You know, I'm very grateful for the most is that my mother, who is in the Philippines, she's like over 80 years old. She's going to be moving in with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy because she li- she lived in the Philippines for such a long time. She's not been able to be a part of my children's life. And I think it's an honor and a privilege to take care of the elderly, you know, because they took care yeah. of us, you know, when we were when we were babies and, and we were, when we were children. So I feel like it's an honor and a privilege to be able to, to give mm-hmm. back. I, I, really, I really don't like this whole practice of putting elderly people in these nursing homes where they're not they don't see their families or people who you know truly love yes. them, and there there's so many that they don't really get the the care that they really mm-hmm. need. And I know sometimes that's done out of necessity and there's no choice. But you know that's another reason why I, I'm so glad that I'm able to work from home and have a successful online business is so that I can take care of my loved ones, not only my children but even you know the elderly. Yeah. In our family. So that's, I'm, I'm so glad she's going to come here next week on Tuesday. Yeah, awesome. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that with us and sharing your, your story. This Solomon's talk is all about telling our stories. And even though you're not a solo mom, I still feel that what you've talked about is valuable to our audience. Give me one piece of advice that you have for a solo mom, a mom raising children alone. I think it's hard but you can do it. And especially if, you know, if you are a solo mom because you're getting out of a bad relationship, you should not look, you should not let anyone look down on you for that. Because, you know, usually mothers, they're not, when they leave a relationship, it's not because they're being selfish. Oftentimes it's because they're thinking of their own, I mean, their lives and their children's lives. What is the best Mm -hmm. for them? So don't, you know, it's tough and it's hard, but you know, you, you have a precious dual responsibility. You have both your children and yourself to take care of. 
And it may be hard and it may seem like because of your situation, you aren't able to succeed and advance in life, but you will be rewarded. God God sees everything that you do Mm -hmm. and you will be rewarded in time. When you raise godly children, good children that will love and serve him, like me, they will take care of you. They will honor you when you are older. And then, and then of course, even in the afterlife when we are gone, that's when we have the true gift, the true treasures that we may not see in this world, but it will be more precious and more valuable than anything in this world. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing. And thank you for coming and talking to me today. I really appreciate you. All right, so we'll send, uh, we'll put a link to aruka.com and so people could go, you know, and check out your website and your YouTube channel once they get there. And I'll check it out as well. So thank you very much, Maim. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Hello, Solomons. As a Solomon of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer don't parent in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire